from San Diego, California. This is a One Extraordinary Marriage show. We're being busy is overdone. Romancing is fun. And scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. In today's show, we're dealing with in-laws and the impact they have on your marriage, especially around the holidays. And there's a quote from Ashley McElwain that says, no one should come between you and your spouse. They should come alongside you, but not between you, mm-hmm. especially fitting as we're talking about in-laws, mm-hmm. because I think so often around this topic of in-laws, it feels more like they're in between than coming alongside. And, and I know that we're going to, we're going to be touching on some nerves in today's show, but we're going to be equipping you with strategies to deal with it around this, this holiday season. And you know, we start each and every one extraordinary marriage show with a hug and a hug for those of you that are brand new. First of all, if you're brand new to the show, welcome, welcome, welcome. We're so excited to have you join us. Yes. And a hug is an opportunity for you just to hear from someone else in the one family whose marriage is experiencing breakthrough. Yep. And this week's hug is sponsored by Organifi and really the Organifi products. They help us do what we do with more energy and more health. And we're going to be sharing more about this incredible company later in the show. So this hug that came in, uh, it came from an email and it said, I have listened to many of your podcasts, especially the current ones. And I've joined the position of the month club. Right on. I've downloaded many of the resources that you have on the club website and have even gone to your Amazon page and wishlisted some of the items that you have on there for future purchases for us. Right on. I want to let you know that your podcasts have been a huge encouragement over the last years. My wife and I have gone through a huge work transition for me. During this transition, intimacy has been really hard because of all the stress. Along with my personal devotions and the preaching I've been receiving at church, your podcasts have been a huge encouragement and have helped us to keep our intimacy thriving. I just recently got an opportunity to express to my wife how much I love her. I wrote a letter to her and video recorded me reading the letter to her expressing how much I love her and how much she means to me. Thanks again so much for all your help and encouragement. Oh, I love that. So good. I have to think that that wife was just like, oh yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's amazing because you step out and you do those creative things and and it's an opportunity for you to rekindle the romance even when even when you're in a season of extreme stress and transition and transition. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's such an appropriate hug as we're talking about how do you express that love during extreme stress because dealing with the holidays and the in-laws. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those two things kind of for a lot of you go hand in hand. And, you know, I know a lot of people you know, as we do the shows and we've been doing shows for almost nine years now, people are like, where do you get your ideas for your shows? Like, where does this happen? And this show wrapped around the in-laws actually came because I was having a conversation with a girlfriend who's pregnant with her first baby. Mm-hmm. And she and her husband are already starting to see just how the in-laws on both sides, on both sides are starting to just kind of, you know, act a little different because there's a new baby. Mm-hmm. in the picture and you know what that started you know tony and i were having a conversation about that remembering back to when we had our first mm-hmm. and got us thinking about the holidays because our kids are both born between thanksgiving and christmas That's right so babies holidays family in-laws we kind of smush it all in between you know in two weeks between thanksgiving and christmas and dynamics begin to change right you, you get married or even if you get engaged um you can start sensing it right there 
like your future mother-in-law, your future father-in-law, you can start sensing stuff happening then. It may not happen then for you. It may happen, you know, on the wedding day. It may happen, you know, after the honeymoon. It might even, you may not even pick up on this until years later when you start having kids. And for us, I think that's when it, it really started hitting us. I, we'll, we'll go into some of our stories, but real quickly, I just want to share one moment where, you know, dealing with the in-laws happens at multiple times throughout your marriage. So we waited six years prior to having our first, who's Alex, who's now going to be almost 16. And I remember going to see my dad. He's, he was a, a general contractor and a plumber by trade. And Alex at the time was probably four or five months old. And we went down to one of his job sites down here in San Diego's in, in Pacific Beach. He was, he was building some condos. And I remember going to see dad and Elisa and Alex are with me. And dad goes, Hey, let's go to, let's go to lunch. Okay. Go to lunch. Dad's holding Alex on his lap. And before you know it, all of a sudden, dad's about to give Alex Coke. He's like giving him like the a straw, straw of Coke. Coca-Cola. You could just see Elisa's face just going, oh, like what? And just darts coming at me like, you better take care of your dad right now because that is not happening. She said, she said something to dad, um, but all of a sudden I was caught in the crosshairs of, oh boy, what do, what do I do? New dad, my dad, my wife. So these things happen. Right. Oh, that's so, I love that story. And, and my father-in-law did handle it very well. He's like, what's the problem? And I'm like, yeah, you're not giving my baby Coca-Cola. But, you know, we, we got to thinking about what is this in the larger scope of the one family? Mm-hmm. And you guys know, if you don't know, we like to do informal polls on IG stories. So if you don't follow us on Instagram. Please go there. I, I'm going to encourage you to go there. Um, so we asked a few questions this week. Mm-hmm. Right. And one of the questions, you know, as we're coming up on the holidays is how many of you, how many of you spend any part of the holidays with your in-laws? And it turns out that about 85% of you are spending time with your in-laws over the holidays. Yeah. And we had what, over 900 folks respond. Yes. So uh, we have a very good sampling of how many, of, how many of you are going with your in-laws. So mm-hmm. 85% of you will be spending some time this holiday season with parents, in-laws. And one of the great things about doing these polls on Instagram stories is that it allows those of you that participate in it to actually send us what's going on in your life. You can send us a a direct message, a DM, and and just enlighten us Mm -hmm. about what this dynamic. And one of the, one of the first things that started coming up as we were hearing from you guys talking about your in-laws is that it's not just whether there are concerns or stress with your father-in-law or your mother-in-law, for a lot of you, it's your siblings-in-law mm-hmm. that can sometimes actually be more of a sticky situation than your parents-in-law, mm-hmm. which I hadn't really thought about because, you know, so often in, in all of like the Hollywood movies and whatnot, it's always about like the mother-in-law or the father-in-law, but it's very real as far as how are you interacting with your siblings? Because they created dynamic. Interestingly enough, I sat down with a guy yesterday and we were just sort of chatting and he brought up how his sister causes this interesting dynamic for his wife mm-hmm. and for his family, like mm-hmm. for him and, you know, his wife and their kids and, and how she's, you know, constantly throwing things out there to make them look bad. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that came up with quite a few people that, that there were stories being told about them that, you know, these, like almost like a power struggle for attention and for, you know, recognition within the family and, you know, amazing insights from all of you. Another, 
big topic that came up were the cultural differences, mm-hmm. right? You've married into a family of a different culture and you know maybe how they view boundaries, or mm-hmm. lack thereof is a little different, or you know you're and, and just just for saying is you may you may married your partner their first generation Americans, so the, the the differences start happening. And I'm first generation American. My dad immigrated over here from Italy, uh, even though my mom was born here. I, I felt like my dad's culture and the, our family dynamics really came from. Italy, all my uncles, my, my nunna, uh, different family members. So totally understand that dynamic as well. Which actually leads to the next point, uh, because this very much played out in Tony's family, where a lot of you, and we heard from both husbands and wives said, well, you know, growing up, my mom did everything or, or you know, in the case of a wife, my mother-in-law did mm-hmm. everything. Like she did all the cooking and the cleaning and the ironing. And, and actually I had to laugh. I'm like, do people still iron? Like I can't, we don't even own an iron. I either steam or dry clean everything. I'm like, what? Right. What, what? But that was very much, I mean, this is even a kind of a joke in our house, right? About the fact that like my mother-in-law cleans her house, which I know some of you are like, duh, Elisa, I don't like to clean. I actually had one of my coaching clients say, yeah, I know, Lisa, you don't ever clean your house, right? You just hire out. I, I do. I remember growing up, my mom cleaning the house. I remember it was like a Saturday ritual. It's like my still mom her Saturday just, ritual. Okay, so it's still her Saturday ritual. And so what an interesting dynamic bringing that in. And I think mom would even say that to you when we were oh, young yeah. married. It's like, Elisa, when are you going to clean the house? Or what are you doing around the house? Which yeah. would cause Elisa to look at me going, you know, your mom doesn't need to tell me that. And... I, I, I'm going to do my own thing within our house. The funny thing is, is that my mom is also a a woman who likes to clean her house. And I just, I didn't get the gene. It does nothing for me. I'm like, if somebody can pay for it, that's great. Um, If somebody can pay for it. Yeah, we're paying for (laughs) it. Exactly. If somebody can clean as long as we're paying for it. That's what you meant. And for some of you, you know, as we get into this cultural space for just a minute, there's also this expectation that maybe your, your in-laws were going to be warm fuzzy. Like you were going to get that Mm -hmm. second parent, you know, that the mom, the second mom or the second dad. And then culturally, that's not who they are. And so you've had to adjust your expectations. And oh my gosh, you guys, there were so, so many messages that we received that we're actually going to be doing multiple shows Mm -hmm. over the next, you know, six to 12 months, because we really want to dig into it. But as we're talking about, as we're talking about this idea specifically of in-laws and around the holidays, you know, getting into what does it look like with the boundaries? What does it look like with your relationship when you all are kind of forced into the same space? for, you know, a day, a couple days, a week. And it's not just that you all are like sharing the space, but we also have the holiday dynamic, mm-hmm. which brings its own thing with, you know, special meals and travel and finances and traditions. See- oh, yes. Traditions, I think, are a big one that play play a part on how our dynamic is happening between us and our, our in-laws or even our parents. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I years and years ago when we started the one extraordinary marriage show, I know we shared the book boundaries by cloud and Townsend. Mm -hmm. And for those of you that haven't read it, it's a book I strongly recommend to this day. You can um, check it out at one extraordinary marriage.com slash boundaries. And it's just one of those books, especially as you know, there's a reason we do this show where we do it in the year. And it's because as the holidays come up, whatever you celebrate, right? Be prepared ahead of time. 
Don't, you know, show up on Thanksgiving morning expecting to deal with all this. Don't show up on Christmas morning expecting to deal with all this because, you know, how you relate to your in-laws and how they relate to you, it shows up in a lot of ways that are not all positive. And just as a side note, there are many of you who have great relationships with your in-laws. Mm-hmm. There are many of you who shared, hey, we don't have any problems. Like we get along and, and even with kids, it's been really great. Amen. Mm-hmm. That's so good. And I appreciate you sharing those stories with us because it's important that other people in the one family know that not every in-law situation is cray cray. And it doesn't always have to be that way as well. I, I would say for my relationship with my in-laws early on, I would say there was more of some strife, some power struggle between, you know, when my, my father-in-law was at the house or when we were there and how we're, how we're raising our kids. And so that was early on. And now 22 years in the last two times that we've been around my in-laws, Elisa's parents, I would say, and, and that's, so that's going on. You're like 19 to 22 have been amazing. And it's, I think there's this ebb and flow, you know, what we're trying to, I was thinking through this as we were preparing for the show for myself, like I wanted to make sure that my in-laws and my parents also knew that this was my family. Mm. And so in doing that, I would, I would cause a little strife because this is my family. But as we've gotten older and we all know each other more, we, we realize that, Hey, we have a life to live and let's live this fully. So when the in-laws were here for what, 10 days this last time over the summer, I mean, it was just awesome. I loved just hanging out and hearing my father-in-law laugh and, and being around my, my, my mother-in-law who I call mom. And so I would say sometimes for, we, we have this expectation when we're younger, when we're looking at our marriage and what it's going to be. And we, we still have to walk out that journey. And I just can look back and see that now. And, and to share that with you, I hope you can understand that wherever you may be, it's, it still may be a journey for both of you and them. So hang in there. Moral of that story, hang in there. Mm-hmm. Because I wouldn't have predicted 20, 22 years ago that we'd be having the trips that we have now, right, with my parents. And, you know, getting into this dynamic, and we've seen, you know, a few of these things plan our, in our marriage, but also in the one family. You know, sometimes when you get around the holidays, and, and Tony even alluded to it when he was talking about his dad and our son and, you know, the Coca-Cola, you know, three to four months, is that sometimes... With your in-laws, you end up in the middle, mm-hmm. right? One one wife said, my mother-in-law and husband are alike, so much so that they push each other's buttons and I end up in the middle. I've also had her tell me the faults she sees in my husband's as if I can fix them. I now have to change the subject and distance myself. Or maybe they make those negative comments, right? One, um, one wife said, it's the number one stressor in our marriage, my mom versus my husband. More fights over her than anything else. He feels like I don't stand up for him. She feels like I should not have married him. So you can only imagine what those words are spoken. She goes on to say, four beautiful kids, nine years, and a happy marriage later, and it's still awful. Mm. And one of the questions that we asked there on stories was, um, do you feel or do your in-laws cause stress in your marriage? Mm-hmm. And, and this number, you know, to me, it was it was indicative of the reason that we need to do the show because 55% of you said, yes, my in-laws do cause stress. And that's, that's substantial. That means that you can get together with your friends. And if there are four of you sitting around a table, two of you feel like your in-laws cause stress. And that stress carries over into your marriage because sometimes it's the fact that you've confronted your in-laws 
and they're just unwilling or unable to change, mm-hmm. right? They're like, this is the way I am. Um, this is the way I'm always going to be. One person even said, my wife and I have both confronted my mom about this. She says that she'll change, but she ends up not doing so, right? Mm-hmm. Plain and simple. Like, and you just keep going through the cycles. And he goes on to say, I've been stuck trying in the middle, trying to find, you know, trying to work my way through this and I'm not sure how to move forward, right? Because they don't want to change mm-hmm. or they can't, they don't know what to do because they're not listening to shows like the One Extraordinary Marriage Show and getting equipped to do things differently. True. Right? And sometimes it's because either you or your spouse won't do anything to change the situation because you don't want to rock the boat. Um, well, they're your parents and you can't say this kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, quote unquote, they're family. And so we're going to just let them do what they're going to do. Again, like Lisa said earlier, pick up the book Boundaries. Mm-hmm. because that really starts going in and, and allows you guys to go, how do we set this up in a, in a much more detailed way? So if, if there's toxicity happening, mm-hmm. you, you do need to protect your, your family, right? We've said this so many times before, and I'm going to reiterate it again in this situation. I know their blood. I know their family. And yet you may need to set up some hard and fast guardrails and boundaries for a period of time. Doesn't mean it's forever, but it may mean you need to have that for a period of time. Elisa and I have had have done this ourselves. We have. Four years into marriage, we left Southern California because I needed space from my family. I really did. And I'm not saying you got to move away, but we moved up to Spokane, Washington and lived up there for a year and a half because we felt like it was time for us to just sort of like go out on our own, make it our own. And when we came back here and ended up here in San Diego, what a difference because we had grown as a couple, Mm -hmm. the one, you know, together as a team, we were able to do that. And I'm saying you have to move away but you may need to set up some hard and fast, you know, boundaries in your marriage. Absolutely. Because, you know, dealing with in-laws takes a lot of energy, both emotionally and physically. Because sometimes mm-hmm. there's just the whole, oh, like, yes. like, we got to go there. We got to go here. Somebody wants us here. Somebody wants us. And, and so you're, you're just physically and emotionally drained. And, and we want to strategize with you guys around how to do this. But before we do that, we're going to just take a quick break and thank this week's sponsor, Organifi. You know, and we know that it can be hard when you're dealing with all this to find the right combination of nutrients to feel energized, to get what you need out of the food. And that's one of the reasons why we love Organifi. They go out and they bring all of these amazing ingredients together. And our favorite is the red juice. Mm-hmm. Right. This is this is the pick me up. This is the power through. Like, what do we got to deal with emotionally, physically? Let's get our energy up to be able to do that. And the Organifi Red Juice does this for us every single time. And the truth be told, you owe it to yourself and to your marriage to take care of yourself and to be energized, especially with the holidays coming. Yes. Right. Don't don't just say, ah, that's not important. Say, no, you know what? I'm going to do this for me and for us. So visit OrganifiShop.com, and I'm going to spell that out for you because I know you're like, Alisa, how do I do that? It's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I-S-H-O-P.com, and you're going to enter promo code 1 at checkout. You're going to get 20% off your entire order. And here's the thing. They've got a 60-day money-back guarantee, so you've got nothing to lose. Mm -hmm. And if you're listening to the show when it first comes out, 60 days is actually going to get you through the holidays. That's right. 
So jump on this, go to OrganifiShop.com and our promo code one at checkout. You're going to get 20% off your entire order. So as we're talking about the strategy, right? Like we got to take a step back and actually remember where we were, each one of us on our wedding day. Mm -hmm. Because when we said those vows, when we said those vows to our spouse, however you phrased it, right? Truth be told, in that moment, your husband or your wife became your immediate family and your parents and your siblings became your extended family. It happened in that moment. And I'm just, I'm just going to say Now, it, it may take some time for it to all play out. And yet, in that moment, you did say, you, I You made do that decision. To become one. And so yes. some of you, some of you need to man up or woman up and step into that place where your immediate family is your spouse mm-hmm. and your children, if the two of you have children. You need to protect and keep sacred that space. I like the Under Armour slogan, protect our house, protect mm. this house, right? I mean, that's that's what it, it was. I, I, I'm pretty sure it still is. But it's, you know, protect this house. That's good. Those teams come together. Um, I mean, heck, our school, right, where our son mm-hmm. goes to school, we're an Under Armour. That, that's uh, where you see it, yeah. We're, we're an Under Armour school, and it's protect this house. And those boys get on that field to play football, mm-hmm. right? And they're thinking about what's going to happen. We got playoffs coming up, and they're going to protect this house. They are going to they are going to fight together against everything outside of them. Mm, that is so good. You almost like completely derailed my thought because that, Sorry. that, no, it's good. It's that whole image of this is our house, mm-hmm. what the two of you have created. And, you know, as we head into spending time with, with your in-laws and honestly, it doesn't matter if it's around the holidays or if it's summer vacation or, you know, just a quick trip to go visit them. You know, when you go and take a trip, a lot of you now are using the One Extraordinary Marriage Vacation Planner, mm-hmm. right? You're planning out all of the logistics. How much are we going to spend? What are we going to do? What are the things we need to see? Expectations around sex and other items you may be doing, other adventures, costs. Again, setting up that expectation so you are having the best time that you possibly can. Not to say that things won't go awry at times. They always do. I mean, heck, Elisa and I went up to the Queen Mary a few months ago. We had our our vacation planner all set up. And you know what? We got into our, our room over there on the Queen Mary and we're like, this That's not what we thought. isn't what we thought. So it sort of went a little awry. We had to, we had to deal with that, what, what our expectations were of the room and then calling our travel agent and, and making sure everything was okay. So, But it, it at least gets you 90% there, 80% there, which is better than 0%. And the truth is, is that if you're going to spend all of that time planning the logistics of how are we getting to mom and dad's house or, you know, what do we need to pack up or all this kind of stuff, you should at least spend as much time on the relational aspects mm-hmm. of what's going to happen. And real quick, just by the side, if you're all saying, well, where do I find that vacation planner? Just go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash vacation planner. You can check mm-hmm. it out there. But you, you've got to put the same energy. And actually, I would say probably if you've got some challenging situations, more energy into the relationship plan for being with your in-laws, right? And so what are some of the things that the two of you need to cover? Well, for some of you, it just needs to start with where are we going to spend the holidays? One of you is thinking one thing and one is the other, and maybe you've been having conversations with your own parents, but you haven't actually shared it with your spouse. Um, it's time. Mm-hmm. 
it's time. What And Tony mentioned traditions earlier. And for some of you, you know, it may be cool going back and forth until you have kids. And then you're like, no, we want to do, we want to see them open Christmas presents in, in our house on Christmas morning, or we want to have everybody at our house. It's okay. One couple even wrote in and said, you know what? We've told them that they're welcome to come to our house, but we're going to be here with our kids. We're starting our own traditions. This is what we're going to do. And for Elisa and I, we spent all the holidays with my family early on. And my family was really close. We, we grew up in a small town. My dad's brothers all lived together. My mom, my mom and my aunt Patty are twins and they married brothers. So as you can imagine, we had a very tight family and we did everything from like Thanksgiving day. And then we do Christmas Eve, Christmas day together. Then back in the day when we were younger, we would do New Year's Eve and then New Year's day together. And it just was it was too much. It, it really was like too much. We'd always have to drive there. Elisa and I would drive up there. And so eventually Elisa just goes, you know what? I'm doing Thanksgiving. That's it. We're doing Thanksgiving. And from this point forward, Thanksgiving is at our house. And everybody just said, you know what? That sounds good. Because I think they were ready for a change as well. And so we started having Thanksgiving here. Over the years, Elisa and I, we love Thanksgiving and we love opening up our home. So we open up our home to those who don't have anywhere to go. We want them to be part of our family, to hang out, to be somewhere on this day. To this day, my mom will still ask, are other people coming over? And we always have to let her know, yes, they are, because this is our holiday and this is how we do our holiday. You're, some of you are just going to have to have the same conversations over and over again. You know, Part of that too, as you're looking at that, is how long are we going to be visiting? right? Is it going to be, we've got a friend who they're going away for the holidays. They're spending one day with her in-law, with her mother-in-law. And then the rest of it, they're like road tripping and having vacation, right? Because she, as she told me, that's about all everybody can handle. Another person that I talked to, they're doing three days prior to Thanksgiving is their, their sort of like their family tradition time. Then they show up at uh, the in-laws on Thanksgiving day and they spend Thanksgiving day. And I think the day after with the in-laws. Boom. Got to have a plan. What's your plan for tough situations, right? Because people will say things, people will make faces, comments will happen, mm-hmm. looks will happen. You know, are you going to leave? There, there was there was a wedding. Was it a wedding that we left? Oh, gosh. Give me years ago. Here, baby doll. Years ago, it was something with taxes and, you know, gosh, I can't remember. Uh, no, I remember we had a very heated discussion between... Cousins? I think it was, no, I think it was me and my brother possibly. I don't remember exactly, but it was like on Christmas Eve. Yes. And, and Tony looked at me and he's like, we're out of here. Okay. Yes. Time to go. That's right. I forgot. I, was, I told us we were going to leave. And right. then my dad came and talked to me. You know, some of yeah. you are going to leave. Some of you are going to be confrontational and some of you are just going to hold your tongue because it's just not worth the battle. The thing is, is that you've got to have these conversations ahead of time so that you know, as a couple, what your game plan is. Now, another thing that you all need to do, and this goes to husbands, you speak to your parents, wives, you speak to your parents. It's much easier to speak to your own parents Mm -hmm. than it is to cross because all kinds of tensions happen. What expectations need to be shared with family before you arrive or before they arrive at your house? Mm -hmm. Right. This was, this is something that we've had to do, especially since we do host Thanksgiving, because there was a year that where this was really really a big thing for us. So two years ago, 
highly, most of us know here in the United States and around the world, just the political scene and what happened. And so between Trump getting elected and Hillary losing, and I have both sides here in my family, and I knew tensions were going to be high, I had to end up, I just, I took it upon myself to just call everybody in my family and those who were coming that due to the heightened level of just stress and people being frustrated what was happening, others being happy. I just said, listen, within the house, we're not talking politics. Outside, I have a fire pit with chairs around it. If you want to talk politics with somebody, you and them can decide that's what you want to do, and you can go outside and just talk about it. And, and really, I had to be a bit of an enforcer because I had some family members start trying to start pick, and I, and I had to just come up to them and believe me, this isn't easy. It, it's not. I still get stressed out having to do it. And yet I want to make sure that everybody understands what, what's happening, what our expectations are for this day. And I just had to come up beside them and say, hey, hey, remember what I said? I told you if you want to talk politics, just go on outside and you can go take who you want. But I don't need you just piping off right mm-hmm. now because this is we want to have fun today, together. But if somebody is willing to go out there and join you, then go for it. And finally, the last two things that you need to consider is what's going to be our signal that it's time to go, right? Sometimes you have to, you just have to have that worked out ahead of time mm-hmm. and you have to agree on it and you have to honor it. And then finally, tough ha- one. It's a tough one when you, when, when it's time, when you're cutting that, I'm not saying that one's easy. We've been close once that I can recall when Elisa just brought this up. Maybe that's the only time, but man, was that. That was a tough mm-hmm. place to be in. And I'm not saying that was easy. I'm glad I calmed down enough um, and I was able to talk to my dad and, and work that out. So just just know what you're getting into. Right. And, and finally, how are you going to build each other up around your, your in-laws? Right. How are you going to speak life? How are you going to defend? How are you going to protect your house? You know, and, and as we close out this show, there were there were two comments that came out of all of those messages that I just want to share with you because I think it's really important as we look at spending time with the in-laws that, you know, one person said, I think we should keep in mind that one day we will be somebody's in-laws mm-hmm. and how do we want to be treated? And you start laying that groundwork now. And another person said, you know, my in-laws are great people and they gave me the gift of my wife. And, you know, no matter what the stress is, no matter what the challenges are at the end of the day, as you know, challenging as that relationship can be, those people that are your in-laws are the ones that gave you your spouse. So if you can't be, you know, if it's hard to be grateful for anything, at least be able to look at them. And even if you only have to say it in your head, thank you for the gift of my spouse, mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, that's the one truth that you can hold on to no matter how crazy the situation gets. Yeah. And as you go into this holiday season, Thanksgiving, Christmas, the new year, we're believing for an amazing time, right? For each and every one of you. I mean, we bring this up because we want you to be aware. And I think it's even a reminder for Elisa and I, what's ahead? Where do we want to be? What are the expectations we have? And and more importantly, let's, let's enjoy it. Let's enjoy these times. I mean, it's so easy to be frustrated with one another and 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 and, and, and look at each other and, and shoot daggers at each other. And yet, you know, can it can we just leave that aside? Like, just go into it. Be and pray yourselves up. Pray yourselves up. You know, go, go in there thinking about 
how can I bless somebody today? Because honestly, you may not know their whole story and you may have an opportunity to really just bless somebody this holiday season. More importantly though, you guys protect your house, protect your house, get boundaries if you need it right now, make it something that you read. So in coming into 2019, you guys are, you guys are armored up. You're ready to go starting now and what's ahead. We love you guys. We're, we're so excited for what's ahead as we come to an end of another amazing year, 2018. And as we go into 2019, we're excited to continue building you guys up and empowering you, encouraging you to have the extraordinary marriage you desire. We love you guys. Can't wait to catch you next week. Have a good one. Love you guys.